Welcome back to Considerations from the Capitol from the Deeper Dive Podcast. My name is Bill Winnell. As always, joined by Father Larry Swink. Good morning, Father. Good morning, Bill. We feast day to everyone. Today's a solemnity for the Annunciation. And Father will reflect on the gospel from today from St. Luke. The angel Gabriel was sent from God to a town of Galilee called Nazareth to a virgin betrothed to a man named Joseph of the house of David, and the virgin's name was Mary. And coming to her, he said, Hail, full of grace, the Lord is with you. But she was greatly troubled at what was said and pondered what sort of greeting this might be. Then the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. Behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you shall name him Jesus. He will be great and will be called Son of the Most High, and the Lord God will give him the throne of David his father, and he will rule over the house of Jacob forever. And of his kingdom there will be no end. But Mary said to the angel, How can this be, since I have no relations with a man? And the angel said to her in reply, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore, the child to be born will be called Holy, the Son of God. And behold, Elizabeth, your relative, has also conceived a son in her old age. And this is the sixth month for her, who was called barren, for nothing will be impossible for God. Mary said, Behold, I am the handmaid of the Lord. May it be done to me according to your word. Then the angel departed from her. Father. Okay, great feast day. And, you know, today is a solemnity where we meditate on one of the greatest events in human history where Mary gave her fiat and said yes to the will of God in her life, which was to be the mother of God. And we know from our theology that God made salvation contingent upon the yes of a created human being, namely Our Lady. We call this her fiat, her yes. And... um <clears throat> The one thing we need to realize is that um, that in our own lives, too, that a lot of de- depends, holiness in, in many ways depends upon saying yes to God in the circumstances that he gives us. And uh, I have been reading, uh, for spiritual reading during Lent, uh, a classic book called The... Um, it's called Abandonment to Divine Providence by Jean-Pierre de Cassade. And, um, and basically in this book, this, I would say, saintly man, I don't know if he's ever uh, you know, been, been up for sainthood. He basically makes his whole book is that holiness is very simple. It's just accepting God's will. And he makes a point if you're doing something, even if it's good, even if it's like something you think is good, or even it's like, you know, for God, if it's not God's will, it's not God's will. It's really not going to help your holiness, which kind of makes us scratch our head because we think, well, if I'm doing this or that, then it's God's will. And, but essentially, no, it, it's essentially that God knows how to make us holy, make others holy. And there's a part of us that has to accept this. And we have to ourselves give a fiat to our Lord when he sort of changes the course of action in our lives because you think about Mary's 14 years old, this angel appears, will you be the mother of God? What? (laughs) Like, uh, I don't know. I mean, how can this be? You know? And, um, in this book, he says this, Oh, you who read this, the cost will be no greater for you. Do what you are doing now. Suffer what you are suffering now 
To do all this with holiness, nothing need to be changed but your hearts. By the heart is meant the will, and sanctity therefore consists in willing that happens to us is by God's design. Yes, holiness of the heart is a simple fiat, the simple conformity of the will to God's will. What can be easier? For who can fail to love a will so lovely and good? Let us love God's will then, and through this love alone, everything in us will be made divine. Hmm. You know, so, um, and then there's a couple of questions. It says, do you find it difficult to accept the trials of the present moment? Do you, do you ever try to avoid them? And the second question about living in the present moment and living according to God's will, do you believe that all our troubles and anxieties can be transformed simply by opening our hearts to God's will for us in the present moment? It's interesting. I heard from a priest friend recently said that depression and anxiety is caused by trying to change something that cannot be changed rather than accepting it as God's will. So think about fiat. It's not just about, you know, you know, being yes to life, which is God's fiat, being yes to a vocation, which is fiat. But more importantly, it's being yes to the, what God is trying to do right now in your life. Look at it as God's will and not, and just accept it as the means of it, of holiness and the mean. And if you, if one begins to accept that, then anxiety kind of melts away a little bit and sadness dissipates and holiness increases because God can use us more powerfully if we allow him to do his work through us as he did through our lady. All right, guys, happy feast day. Peace.